Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here of all the Senate and congressional races. And even gubernatorial races happening here in the midterms. What's the most compelling? Like all of them. You mix, it, mix, mix them all together. What do you think is the number one? Probably Georgia. Herschel Walker against Raphael Warnock. Okay. Just because of the name recognition. You know, like, oh, that's Herschel Walker. He won the Heisman Trophy. Not the governor there, Kemp. And no. That's a joke of a race. No, okay, no. Right. Pennsylvania, I yeah, think, I think is I think I was going to say Pennsylvania. I thought the Fetterman and Oz, I think, is, is pretty compelling. And even in Arizona, the uh, that Hobbs and uh, Lake, that's gonna that's a tight one, that's and that's for really... the governor's race out there too. Yes. And listen, we're less than a couple of weeks away from the midterms. I know most people in Indiana probably don't care about who wins the governor's race in Arizona, but you probably should because this is a border state, and one candidate wants to have more security at the border. The other candidate thinks things are fine. So if you love the flow of fentanyl coming into this country and ultimately making its way into communities possibly like yours, you should probably keep an eye on these governor's races in Texas. Uh, Looks like Abbott's kind of got a good handle on that one. But in Arizona, this is a good old-fashioned toss-up right now. And Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake, these are the two uh, candidates that are going to be going down to the wire here Katie Hobbs is the Democrat. She will not debate Carrie Lake. Now, Carrie Lake is a former news anchor. I mean, she's polished. She's put together well. Yes. She's an attractive woman. She's smart. She knows how to debate. She knows the drill. She's good at public speaking. And this this Hobbs lady is running like a frightened, scared little kitty cat. Right. It's, it's pathetic. And it's not the first time that this has happened. You said that, the, you know, you were talking about her, uh, what was it, PBS? They were supposed to debate on PBS. Everybody was anticipating this is the giant debate. And Katie Hobbs uh, shrinks away. And, and and you know, it's uh, last week. It was like, I think it was last week during a town hall. Hobbs wouldn't even take the stage. She refused to take the stage until Carrie Lake had been removed from the building that they were at. So this is the first time she's tried to pull this. She's scared to death to debate. And at a campaign event, Carrie Lake decided, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to call her out. The people in the liberal press need to demand that your candidate, the one you guys are backing in the liberal press, show up and debate. The people of Arizona deserve this. I promise her, Katie, I promise you, you can write the questions for me. (laughs) I promise you I won't yell, Katie. I promise you I won't interrupt you. And if you want to have an emotional support animal there as well, I will agree to that. (laughs) But show up like a grown-up and debate. We have serious issues facing this great state of ours. We've got the narco-terrorists controlling our our border right now. How in the heck are you going to go up against them if you're afraid to debate me here at PBS? Yeah, for what it's worth, it was PBS that was putting on the debate, not exactly a a bastion of conservative values. Right. You know, and so, so she won't, Hobbs wouldn't even debate her in that setting. And good for Carrie Lake, too, for calling out the media for this, because it sounds like some of the liberal media in Arizona thinks this is just fine. It's perfectly fine for her to ignore a debate and to not have any sort of debate for the highest seat that the state has exactly. to offer. Exactly. What message is that sending to potential voters? 
Meanwhile, in Wisconsin, the Senate race between radical leftist uh, Mandela Barnes and the incumbent, Ron Johnson, they had a debate and it ended with the moderators trying to be nice, trying to calm things down so everybody could go home. Uh, Their task was you had to say something nice about your opponent. You have 30 seconds here. Mr. Barnes, you go first. What do you find admirable about your opponent? Well, no, no, seriously, I, I do think, you know, the senator has proven to be a family man, and I think that's that's admirable. Um, you know, that's absolutely to be respected. He, he speaks about his family. He's uh, done a lot to provide for them. I absolutely respect that. Mr. Johnson. I mean, likewise, I appreciate the fact that uh, Lieutenant Governor Barnes had loving parents, a school teacher, father worked third shift, so he had, you know, good upbringing. I guess what puzzles me about that is with that upbringing, why is he turned against America? Why does he find the founding of America awful? Somehow, it puzzles me. I said we said something admirable. I don't think Ron Johnson understood the assignment. Uh, He's got a good upbringing, which is surprising because he hates America. (laughs) That was awesome, man. I love these debates. I love the (laughs) clips that come out of these debates. There's been so many over the past couple of weeks. Oh, they've been classic. Uh, Let's go up to Michigan, where it looks like the Gretsch that stole Christmas, Gretchen Whitmer, is probably going to win again. She's leading in all the polls. Uh, But she kind of got busted, telling a little bit of a fib in the uh, debate last night. She's telling potential voters that she loves the police, can't get enough Mm. of the police. But back in 2020, she said something different. So let's compare last night's Gretchen Whitmer to 2020's Gretchen Whitmer. Investing in law enforcement is what we have done and what we need to continue to do to keep people safe. He's someone who supports the defunding movement, which is to take money specifically from police departments and put them into education, for example. I think you do all those other things. You don't need all the money that's going to the police department. So, yeah, I mean, the spirit of it, I, I, I do support that. Yeah, and, and we've, this is something you've seen across the spectrum in terms of Democrats, uh, and they've all done the same thing. They've all walked it back, just like Big Gretch did right there. And I, actually, I believe we have someone calling in. Hammer and Nigel show. Hey, hello. Hello, who's this? Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> I assume you have thoughts on uh, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan? Yeah. All right, Dr. Phil, if Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer, were here right now, what would you say to her? You're a bitch. <laughs> no, wait, oh, hey, wow, that's... Well, you don't just hang up. Dr. Phil with a little drive-by right there on the Hammer <laughs> and Nigel show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.